It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Welcome to today's show. On the show today, we're going to talk about a greener laundry routine for you. A DIY green surface cleaner. A big no-no for cleaning your carpet that will save you a lot of grief and money. We're going to remove grease and oil from cement and pavers and lots more. Before we get started, I want to remind you that you can go to my YouTube channel 24-7. That's Queen of Clean on YouTube. Look up any question you have and we have hundreds of videos on there. Click on the video, watch what I do and you're all set. You don't have to wait until you can get in touch with me. You can go to queenofclean.com, go to the library section, write in whatever your question is, up pops answers, pick the one that works for you and it is absolutely free to do that. No charge whatsoever. Check me out at Real Queen of Clean on Facebook and make sure you join our insiders, my private group, Queen of Clean Insiders. We'd love to have you. Now, let's get started on today's show. I want to start out with something that might be a little uh, not so good, but everybody should know it because I got to be honest, this shocked me. You need to wash your hands after using the bathroom. Now, that's not what shocked me. This is what shocked me. Germs can travel through up to 10 layers of toilet paper. Ooh, I know. So wash your hands really, really well with soap and hot water because germs can travel through up to 10 layers of toilet paper. That is just so yucky, I can't believe it. It gave me a whole new appreciation for making sure I got the water hot enough. Now, let's talk about a greener laundry routine. You know, in theory, you love laundry. Fresh sheets, fluffy towels, all the clothes neatly folded and put away where they actually belong in practice. Eh, Let's face it, at least for me, it's an uphill battle that I wage daily. Cycling through load after load is not just a drag on your schedule. It also hogs water and energy. But the good news for your lights and your darks it is possible to care for them and take a little care of the planet simultaneously. This will help you cut back on chemicals, water, electricity, and time. And you know, when you think about it, your time is so valuable. So first of all, lighten the number of loads. Before tossing yet another item into your hamper, ask yourself if it truly looks or smells, that's important, the worse for wear. A barely worn garment often just needs a spot treatment or a quick steam to help remove bacteria, loosen creases, and jeans only have to be washed every 10 wears. Now, they do need to be properly washed. The old clean your jeans by popping them in the freezer trick is a myth. Revive bulky items like sweaters and jackets with a few spritzes of fabric softening spray, fabric freshening spray. If the underarms on a knit need some TLC, lather them up with a bar of laundry soap, then wipe away the suds with a lint-free cleaning cloth. Give them a good rinse in cold water to avoid soap buildup, which can make the fabric feel kind of crunchy and unpleasant. Wash your items more sustainably. 
Roughly 90% of washing machines energy goes towards heating water. And with today's prices, heating water is a big deal. Now, this is according to the Energy Star estimates. So opt for a cold cycle. Lean into your appliance's express function, sometimes referred to as the quick or the speed wash. The shorter cycle, usually about 30 minutes or less, requires much less water and electricity. And launder full loads whenever possible. With liquid detergents, a little goes a long way. Just two tablespoons for a full load. Two tablespoons. Do not fall for the trap of filling up that liquid detergent to the line that they give you. They want you to use a lot of detergent, so you have to go to the store and buy more. Now, skip those concentrated pods. I know you hate to do that, but since liquid and powdered detergents give you more control over how much you use, it really is better. And paraben-free formulas are so much better. Adopt better dying, drying strategies. I had to stop and take a little drink. I was getting husky there. Unless you're laundering delicates, select the high spin speed on your washing machine. This gets your clothes as close to dry as possible. Shortening their time in the dryer will save you a ton of money. It makes a huge difference. You can always dry them hanging up or laid out flat or on a rack. And when it comes to towels, you can help keep them funk free between washes by ensuring that they dry completely after your shower. Hang them across a towel bar or a rod. And of course, air drying clothes is the greenest method of all. And I'm surprised how many people are telling me that they're hanging clothes outside to dry. Now, in my community, we are not allowed to have a clothesline, but I have hung things out on the patio on a hanger. And you know what? They smell wonderful when they come in the house and they're fresh. It just, it's a, just takes you back to when you were over at grandma's house and she was hanging the clothes and they always smelled so good. Now, if you do just one thing, avoid fabric softener, dryer sheets, and in-wash scent boosters. Yes, they smell delightful, but they may contain ingredients that can irritate skin and diminish the breathability and the absorbency of fabrics over time. And that is a huge bummer for those beautiful plush bath towels. Instead, use a quarter to a half cup of white vinegar to soften. Use your dryer balls, the wool ones, or go to YouTube and watch me make Foil dryer balls. They are so simple. They cost pennies and they work amazingly well. And because they're aluminum foil, they help your clothes dry faster too. Now rely on these felted wool balls. You can get three for about 10 bucks. Um, they have them on Amazon. They have them all different places. And if you're not going to make your own, get those because they really do beat your clothes into submission so that they're nice and soft and fluffy. And they're great for bedspreads, comforters, blankets, things like that. Now, I do have a great little DIY surface cleaner I want to share with you because some of you out there are interested in making your own cleaners. And this is a recipe that I love making at home. And it uses plant-based ingredients. So in a reusable glass spray bottle 
or if the only thing you have is a plastic one. But essential oils and plastic do not mix very well. So make sure you try to have a glass spray bottle. And you're going to use some filtered water, some essential oils. Now, a couple I like are wild orange and cinnamon. And I have gotten where I like frankincense. If you haven't smelled frankincense, give it a try. It absolutely smells wonderful. Then you want to use a plant-based alcohol in this or witch hazel. That's W-I-T-C-H, like a Halloween witch, witch hazel. And I'll put a link up for you so you know what it's where to find it and what it's like. You can find it at grocery stores and all over. And of course on Amazon. And with my link, you'll be able to know what you're looking for. You want to fill the bottle with filtered water and add about a quarter cup of your plant-based alcohol or your witch hazel. And you want about 10 drops of either your orange essential oil and, and maybe five drops of cinnamon and maybe five drops of frankincense. But you mix it up. Use whatever fragrances you really like. Create a signature fragrance for yourself. And then shake thoroughly and spray on surfaces and wipe with a towel. That is it. But remember, Essential oils do not play nicely with plastic, so try to use a glass spray bottle. Now, I want to talk to you about a big no, 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 no. Don't ever do this. Recently, I read in a publication that to freshen carpets, you can dust them with baby powder. Their suggestion was to sprinkle it on and then vacuum. Their idea being that it absorbs stains and helps you vacuum up dust. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I can't say that enough times. Here's the deal. I owned one of the largest cleaning companies in Michigan for over 15 years before I started being queen. We did all types of cleaning, carpet, upholstery, walls, windows, disasters, and even maid service. And I have seen it all and some I pray I never see again. But never, never, never sprinkle any powder on your carpet, not dry carpet powders, not baking soda, Definitely not baby powder. Nothing. Nothing. How can carpet deodorizing and other powders cause problems? You can never vacuum all the powder up. As the powder starts to spread throughout the home's carpet fibers, as you walk on it, you will begin to notice an increase in dirt, grime, and dust, and it gets caught up in the fibers with the powder. The powder causes these things to stick to it. And over time, you eventually lead to discoloring of the carpets and you can even have a bad smell. And it can decrease the overall life of your carpets. When you go to appropriately clean carpet with steam or using a professional cleaner, the powder that's left in the fibers basically turns to paste and it is incredibly hard to remove. So resist the urge to powder your carpet. The best thing to do, vacuum at least several times a week with a vacuum that has a beater bar to lift dirt, grit, and other things so it can be removed. Make sure you empty your vacuum bag or your canister frequently. When it fills up, it loses suction and doesn't work as well. And buy the best vacuum you could afford. Keep it clean and it will last you for years. And I wanna take a moment and tell you a quick story. When I owned my cleaning company in Michigan, we did cleaning for restaurants that were open 24-7. And when you're going in late in the evenings to clean carpet, you can't just go in there with a great big truck and a steam cleaner and start putting steamy water all over the place while people are eating. 
So once a month, we would go in and we would clean with a professional dry powdered cleaner. And we'd work it in and then we use a really heavy duty suction vacuum to vacuum it up. One that you can't even buy. It was worked off a truck mounted unit. But then about every two months, we had to go in and steam clean those carpets to try to get that powder out. And believe me when I tell you, that was a hard, hard job. It gets down in the fibers. It doesn't want to come out and it stinks. So please don't be talked into those things. It's just, you know, it's just companies want you to buy this stuff so they make money. You don't need to spend your hard-earned bucks on those kind of things. Now, let's move forward with removing grease and oil from cement and pavers. Now, you can use TSP, which is trisodium phosphate. And you mix using the directions for heavy duty. Now, what is TSP? TSP is a heavy duty cleaner. It's available at home centers, hardware stores, and on Amazon. Um, you're going to want to uh, scrub working it in with a stiff brush, wear gloves, and wear eye protection because it is a stiff very, very good, but it's a cleaning product. So use care. Cover it with plastic and weight it down to keep it mo moist. Don't let it dry out. Come back after a few hours or overnight, moisten it again and scrub and really give it a good scrub and rinse well. Make sure you keep it off plants and grass by rinsing them down before and after you start the stain removal. Now repeat if you need to. If you still have a stain, and you probably will have a slight one, you can mix hot water and Dawn Ultra Dish Soap and scrub it in. Leave it on for an hour or so, then scrub and rinse. And hopefully that will take out most of it. Now, here's a tip though. Sealing concrete and pavers will make the cleaning so much easier. So if you're just putting in a new patio or new cement, as soon as you can do it without damaging the concrete, make sure you seal it. It'll make your life so much easier easier, I guarantee you. The name of the product again that I talked about cleaning was TSP Trisodium Phosphate. And I will link you up with that so you can see what it is and read about it so you know what you're buying. Because that will give you a hint even if you're going to the grocery store or wherever to get it. Now let's talk about an essential oil re-diffuser. Because a lot of people have said to me, do I have to keep buying this stuff? Well, no, you don't because most of it has chemicals in it. What you're going to need is a glass container with a narrow opening. Now, I look at thrift stores, you know, little narrow vases, things like that. Best place to buy those. And usually you can pick them up very inexpensively. You want to get four to five reed diffuser sticks or bamboo skewers. Now, I get mine on Amazon. They're inexpensive and they're just reed diffuser sticks. Then you want a quarter cup of carrier oil. Now, carrier oil is what you put your essential oil in to let it absorb into it and then go up the reeds and out into the air. You always need a carrier oil. And use a light oil for better absorption. Now ones I like, I like fractionated coconut oil, sweet almond oil, or safflower oil. They all work great. Mix the essential oils and the carrier oils together in a glass container. Place the diffuser sticks in the container, and it takes a little while for the oil to travel up the sticks, so be patient. But to speed this up, flip the sticks after several hours. Then the ones that were in the oil are in the top. 
and that will make it absorb faster. And you get a great scent. And you can use anything you want. I use about 20 to 25 drops of essential oil, but you use what does you, whatever you like. Make it your own. Make it your own scent. Now, a container with a narrow opening is preferred for this project because it will slow down the evaporation of the oil. Heavier oils, such as olive oil or jojoba, will take a lot longer to travel up the reeds. So for a quicker result, stick with the lighter oils. And to speed absorption, add about a tablespoon of either rubbing alcohol or vodka. Once the reeds become completely saturated, you'll need to replace them with new ones. And you'll also need to replace your oil supply eventually too, although that's kind of going to depend on the type of essential oils, the container, and the carrier oil that you're using. But you'll know when it's time to replace it. But this works great. I love to put it in um, the guest bathrooms and places like that. It really does just do a great job. Now, we're coming into fall and we're going to be turning on our fireplaces. We're going to be closing up the house because the weather's going to be getting cold. We're going to be cooking in our ovens. We're going to be doing things that we haven't done during the summer. So I want to remind you to check your smoke detectors. You know, make sure you and your family have a plan to escape from your home if there's a fire. When there's a fire, smoke spreads fast. Working smoke alarms will give you a warning so you can get outside quickly. Make sure you have one in every bedroom and outside a sleeping area. Make sure you have one in your utility room, in the kitchen. I laugh because um, a friend of mine uses her smoke detector to know when her food is done cooking. So maybe you don't want to do that, but I did think it was kind of funny. Now, Make sure they're connected right. Make sure the batteries are fresh in them. Even though they're connected to the electricity, you want to make sure there's batteries. Because if the power goes out, you wouldn't have a smoke detector. So, you know, when you're cooking, do it with caution. Stay warm. Stay safe for the winter. And one last thing. Make sure you have a carbon monoxide filter. You know, you want something that will warn you. So a carbon monoxide alarm will tell you if anything's escaping into the home. And once you close up the house for the winter, you want to have these protections for your family. I know I always want them for mine. So if you want me to talk about anything on the podcast, please just go to ask at queenofclean.com. That's ask at queenofclean.com. I will put some links up for you on the products that I talked about on today's show so that you know what you're looking for. And again, remember, I'm at your fingertips 24-7 at queenofclean.com. Scroll down to the library, click on it, type in your question, and there I'll be with all kinds of great answers. So you have a wonderful week, and I will talk with you next time. Thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean.